like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. It was fairly inappropriate, too. I loved every second of it. Mostly about Mark having to leave Circle Jerks. Uh, yeah, because yeah. he's too small to participate. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, your hair looks longer again. Like, it grows fast. Yeah, I have decided not to go for <laughs> the... Um, it's like a White Rain commercial. I was decided... <laughs> 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 I decided not to go for the Raylan Givens look and go for more of a Bradley Cooper look. Okay. And now I'm back to the Raylan look. All that happened in less than a week. It's actually very crazy. Your alfalfas went down. They got, well, they grew out. You know, once an alfalfa grows so long, it can no longer be erect. Erect. It kind of I'm flops saying. over. It's just like half staff now. Speaking of erect. <laughs> Do you have a segue? <laughs> no, I don't. That's a bummer. Are you dude. erect? <laughs> Not right now. He has look. What's this look like I'm doing? Uh, Scratching your foot or something? (laughs) His thingy ain't that big. Come on now. Scratching your foot. Jess, if you see me looking at my phone periodically, I'm not trying to rush the recording. I'm looking at my kids on the camera. That's okay. They're being little terrors today. Oh, no. Yes. Did I tell you about Luce? She has to have like teeth removed. Gross. Uh, Willow had to have the same thing. Mm, It's not going to be good. They're, are they their baby teeth though, right? Yes. Yeah, so we thought we were taking, I thought I was taking her to have a cavity refill because I thought her filling came out of one of her cavities and lo and behold, we get there and the cavity, the filling is still there. So it's like, well, that's weird. So then they did x-rays and they found out that her baby tooth is growing from her gums to the, look, Seth's like, I've already heard this story. It's, it's growing into the side of her baby tooth. So like her adult tooth is inside of her baby tooth and like in the nerve and it's all infected and nasty and gross. So now they're going to have to, because they see the other ones doing it too, they have to pull like three teeth and then put sealant on something and then like do some other shit while they're in there. But it's going to be like a serious procedure. So she's going to be put under, I assume. Yes. She got Josh's gross teeth. She, dude, the kid got mm-hmm. the worst of both worlds because she has my crooked ass werewolf teeth, and she got Abby's ra- ratchet ass cavity filled teeth. So. Ratchet ass. Can I not say that? No, it's just funny. Oh, just thank no more you. candy for the girls. She, the dentist is like, "Do you like candy?" And Lucy's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Does your dad tell you not to eat candy because it's bad for you?" Yeah, and he says it gives you belly aches. She's like, "Well, after dad says no, do you go get candy and eat it and maybe hide it and not tell dad?" And she's like, starts laughing. She was like, "I can tell you eat a lot of sugar." <laughs> like, oh god. Jeez. Just <laughs> yeah. give her rice cakes with peanut butter on them. No. Plain rice cakes. Dude, when I look at you, you are like the equivalent of a dry ass dull rice cake. Thank you. Like I look at you, I'm like, if they're like, what food is Seth? Oh my God. 
<laughs> I'm a nice, healthy rice cake. No, you're a fucking yeah. I guess so. <laughs> Are they really bad? I think you're like an apple cinnamon rice cake. Oh, thank oh, you, Jess. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, you know that is my second favorite oatmeal. Is it? And that would be my second pick for you. Would be oatmeal. Thank you. I think for you, I'd pick probably like string cheese. I just, <laughs> dude, I like string cheese. I think that's good. You, you, there's a, a lot of different ways you could do it. Yeah, you could just it, eat the whole thing at once. You could, or you could peel off little layers because yeah. you just want a little bit at a time. You can cut it into circles. You and can make deep a little, throat it. Uh, maybe, oh <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, at the center of a um, cheese stick, a mozzarella stick is a cheese stick. You know what I'm talking about? The deep fried cheese stick. Yeah, why are you like jerking it off? Well, I'm showing you how you peel back the layers, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What am I? What, what food am I? <laughs> Mm, there's some kind of some kind of casserole. <laughs> a casserole. Yeah, Why a casserole? Why a casserole? I don't know. The one with the onion rings <laughs> on top. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a good casserole. Who doesn't? Right. I don't know. You don't like casserole. I was gonna say. I was looking when I look at you, Jess. I was thinking like um, some sort of. Like Mexican dish, like maybe a burrito or mm, just a little bowl of salsa. I was thinking like like, no, like nachos, maybe nachos. But I was thinking more like bean dip. <laughs> you just wanted to say bean dip so bad. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to work it in every bean episode. Dip. But seriously, you're layered. You know, like a burrito, maybe, yeah. or even bean dip. You got your little yummy, God, yummy cheese on the top. And then you dig into the bean dip and you're like, oh my goodness, what is in this bean dip? And mm -hmm. we're like, we don't know. Beans and something else. <laughs> maybe beans, may not. We don't really know. You know? <laughs> so just as a bean dip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, I wish I had some bean dip while I was watching this movie last night. Holy cow. It was interesting. Kimberly D. <laughs> These, I feel bad because we never, I, and I don't know how you guys feel about this movie. I'm just saying, generally speaking, we are not favorable toward Krubies. Movies. We have not been, and I probably won't be too much towards this one. Mm. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It was just different. Okay, Jess said it was interesting. Jess, let's play off of that. What? What? Okay, I think she lost. I don't know what she's doing. She may have fell asleep. No, I'm still here. I just accidentally clicked a button on my mic, and I was like, "What the fuck did I just hit?" <laughs> It's not good. Jess is recording remote for everybody who can't tell or doesn't know or wants to know. Yes. She's too cool to come hang out. She has COVID. Um, she's got pink eye again, so she's not recording with us. <laughs> dude, Benny was here, my little nephew, and he was like coughing and hacking on everything. And dude, Ew, at one point I was down here working. I heard him upstairs and I hear Charlotte go, oh, Benny, you coughed in my eye. Oh, I'm like, great. oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, she's still. Oh man, yeah, but I don't know. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Pink eyes, pink eyes, a Bowers household thing. Yeah, dude, it's like a Bowers household staple at this point. Like we're just, I haven't mm. knock on wood, I haven't had, and I have to leave for Florida Friday, so I cannot, at any cost, get sick. Just don't touch your eye or your face. Like I got contacts in to make sure if there's any spittle that gets in my eye, it gets on the contact and not on my spittle? eyeball. Spittle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it'll just stay on the contact and not slide off. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Jess, are you heartbroken? Why would I? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. Not it's heartbroken. It's sad, but no, I'm not heartbroken. Okay. 
It's kind of, it kind of, honestly, it kind of went how I thought it was going to go. I think that maybe there were some, uh, some bullshit calls made. Oh, you're not one of those online people complaining but, about the refs, are you? No, I'm not online doing anything like yeah, that, no. But I, there was a few, I think, that were questionable, for the, sure. The only but, thing um, I found uh, obnoxious was that they did it. They waited till the end to make any sort of calls. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, the Bengals yeah. didn't do themselves any favors to be put in that situation at the end of the game. No, no. And I mean, they fought. They they made them fight for it. So it's not like it was like a wash. So they should still be proud. I mean, it wasn't a blowout or anything. So. No, no. They, I mean, they had it. it. Was theirs to lose, and they did. When Burrow went down, I was like, oh man, this is it. Yeah, that this was scary. It. Especially the way he was screaming. Yeah. Like I was like, "Oh man, his his shit's torn again." Yeah. But then Stafford also his ankle. I think his ankle looked worse than Burrow's knee did. Yeah. And they both came back and played. So I don't know. It was good. I'm just glad it wasn't a blowout. But as soon as Burrow went down, and then I, there was like four minutes and twenty six seconds or something, and I think. Tyler was the only one left here. Everybody else had already left, but I was like, they're going to they're gonna lose. There's no way they're going to... Like, they're going to drive the ball down and score, and then the Bengals are not going to be able to score again. And that's, I Honestly, I should be an analyst, Seth, on TV. An analyst? An analyst. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I'll get on there and I'll talk about anal things. All yeah. Things Anal will be the name of my show. All Things Anal. A-A-A. A-A-A. All things anal. But hey, at least they made it, because let's be honest, the last time they made it, I was one, so. Yep. I think that they'll, they'll be there again. Hopefully. They're young. Sky's yep. the limit. If they'll keep paying them, which I don't know that that Mike Brown will, but who knows? What do I know, Seth? Not a whole lot, I'll tell you that much. Mm-mm. Okay, whatever. What have you been up to? I know you don't like football. We're probably boring you. I watched the halftime show. Oh, how was that? It was good. Mm. It felt really short, though. Did you watch it? I did watch it. I was on the side that said I didn't think it was as good as everybody else thought it was. Oh, I enjoyed it. Jess, what did you think of the halftime show? It was good, but I do think it got hyped up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it wasn't as good as they were hyping it up to be, but it was entertaining. I think it was 100% nostalgia is why people... Yeah, that's why they were so excited about it, it. all the old people. Yeah, I Mm. think there was too many people involved. Yeah, there was I a definitely lot of wasn't expecting 50 Cent. That was that was odd because nowhere he had just as much airtime as Eminem did, and then he wasn't even like billed for mm-hmm. the thing. It was what Kendrick Lamar, Dre, Snoop, and Eminem, Mary J. and Mary J. Blige. God, I'm such a misogynist. I was like, mm. yeah, and that lady, and that lady. <laughs> <laughs> she still looks good too for her age. She, I thought she was one of the better performers. Yeah. Eminem, like, and the other thing is, like, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Eminem was, like, the guy that everybody wanted to see. Not yeah. me, but maybe. Why, well, no, not you. You don't like Eminem. But then he was <laughs> on there and did, like, one verse of, uh, what the fuck's the name of that song? Mm. Eight Mile. It's whatever song, but it's... Lose Yourself. Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. So he did, he did like, one verse of Lose Yourself, the chorus, and then that was it. And I was like, man, that was, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I thought Lady Gaga did a much better. No, I shouldn't say much better. I can't remember. Her I found show. Lady Gaga more entertaining than I did this halftime show, but yeah, that's okay. I felt like it was too short. It was very short. Well, I don't think it was. I think it was like there were so many people that all their segments were short, so it felt like you got like a bunch of little. Oh, maybe it just felt short. Clips. Well, you're but, used to things being short. 
But I watched Marry Me during the Super Bowl. The new J-Lo movie. How was that? It was cute. It was good. Really? Is it corny? Yeah, I mean, it's a rom-com. So it's her and Owen Wilson. It's on Peacock. Peacock. I went and saw Moonfall. Moonfall? In the theater. I've never heard of that. Really? Mm -hmm. It's a um, Patrick Wilson. He's in it. It's where the moon like goes off its course and is coming towards the earth. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's like a sci-fi. She's never heard of it either. Look at her. Oh. Look at her face right now. It's in the theaters now. It's um, <laughs> her, him and Halle Berry, I'm pretty sure. So so Seth, let me get this straight. Uh, it's a disaster movie, you know, typical. This, you have not been going to the movies. You went to see Scream, which was a good choice, good call on, mm-hmm. on my part to have you go do that. Um, but this is the movie you go see? Moonfall that no one's even fucking heard of. Yeah. Who'd you go see this with? My friend. Okay. Where you, fucking questions. I know. Just because I went Where'd you fucking get all movie? these friends all of a sudden? You're having game nights. You don't invite us. You're going to the movies. You're not inviting us. Like what? They who? invited me to the movie. This is bullshit. Jess, that's the Mountain Dew good? It's really good. <laughs> Dude, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, you're really sucking on that straw. It's called Spark. It's what? raspberry lemonade. Spark and a Dew. fire in her throat, dog. Good. Sorry, go ahead. And then I finished... <laughs> <laughs> and then I finished Archive 81, which was excellent. I need to watch that. Have you watched it yet, Jess? I haven't, but it's on the list. The end is like a mind blow. You're like, what the okay, fuck well, don't, happened? Stop, dude. That's you what I'm going to say. I know, but I feel like when people hype up the end of things, then it never lives up to it. They just better have another season or it's going to be. Now you're ruining it because I don't know. Stop. How was I going to ruin it? The ending is mind fuck, and I hope they have another season yeah. based on the way that it ended. You need to watch it. I'm going to, then we can fully There's only discuss. like eight episodes. Is that it? Yeah. I like a good eight episoder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get on it. Yes, sir. Uh, is that it? That is it. You did a great job. Jess, what about you? What have you been doing? Um, I actually recorded an episode with a podcast on Elm Street no last Friday. Way. What movie did you guys do? I did. We talked about The Crush. Ooh. With Alicia? 1993. Al- Alicia Silverstone? Yes. Did they hate it? Um, I don't think. No. No. It, it wasn't a hate thing. No. You'll have to see what their scores were, though, <laughs> once it comes out. <laughs> it wasn't a hate thing. It wasn't a hate thing. Which means they didn't like it. <laughs> Is it really 93? Yeah. I guess I thought it was after Clueless. Huh. They didn't know how to say Carrie Yule's name, and that was probably the most comical thing to me. Carrie L. Call- Go ahead. Yeah, they were calling him Carrie L. Weez or something like that. And they were like, oh, we never knew it was pronounced Yule's. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. What a bunch of losers. You know why? Because they're Canadians. And I ma- give them a pass. You, you didn't bust their balls <laughs> at least a little bit? I think I just laughed a little, but I've never heard anybody say it like that. I was like, oh, I just assumed people knew it was Yules. Carrie Eloise. <laughs> Eloise. Man, that poor guy. What a shitty name, though, yeah. huh? Yeah. So that episode, it comes out, well, actually, by the time this episode that we're recording comes out, that one will have already been out. So. Yeah. Don't I'm not 100 percent sure of the the date that it's dropping, but it's for their scorned lovers theme. Ooh, secret lover. Hmm. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, you don't have to lie. No, it was it was fun. I I don't know if I was as fun. I don't think I'm ever as fun um, on other pa- podcasts as I am on ours. Why is that? Let's dive into that. What's the problem? Oh, God. 
I don't know. I think I'm just like nervous. I'm like, oh, I hope I do a good job. I hope mm. I cover all my points. Like, mm-hmm. do you bring like know. notes? You're like, I gotta hit this. I gotta hit the high points here, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah, I do. You were I'm good on the two outline. You were good on two chicks. Yeah, I thought it sounded fun. Mm. A lot oh, better than I'm drinking for a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. Well, we've cool. all gotten a lot better at this one because if you remember, we all drank a lot when we first started. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Like I was crushing yeah. eight Miller lights an mm-hmm. episode. We were nervous, I guess. Probably. And yeah. now it just comes so naturally. But I'm sure you did a better job. When Seth was on Two Chicks and Horror Flick, he was just like plowing through conversations. Oh, shut up. <laughs> he was talking over people. Wouldn't let them finish their sentences. He's actually, they had some audio issues. He's very, um, what's that called? When you're like, you feel bad about it. Like you feel, um, I don't know what we're I can't looking think for of in this word. situation, but there was like a ma- major delay mm-hmm. between uh, me oh, okay. and them, so it was it was annoying. Felicia would start talking, and Seth would be like, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, damn, <laughs> Seth, you didn't even let her finish her statement. But I think it's that Zencaster. Yeah, probably. Because we did Zoom with Brooke, and it was fine. So, mm. yeah. Mm. That episode's out for patrons only. For all you patrons out there that have not listened, go listen to Seth, Brooke, and I talk about our favorite most anticipated That's it. horror movies of 2022. Way to bail me out, man. Yeah, Thanks. you were struggling. I'm dude. I'm always struggling anymore. I can't see very well. Yeah, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. Things hurt, dude. My knee squeaks. My right knee squeaks when I walk now. Hot. It makes this weird noise. <laughs> I thought it was my Under Armour shoes, so I'm like these fucking shoes, man. So then I go take them off and put on my Vans, mm-hmm. and it's still doing it. So I'm like, it's got to be the floors, right? So then I take my shoes off entirely. I had my Under Armour gym shorts on last night, walking around, putting the dogs out, locking all the alarms in the house, and my it's my knee. My knee is squeaky. Like it makes this weird, like rickety noise. Like that's that's a turn on. It's dude. It's weird. It creeps me out. Come here, my <laughs> squeaky knee. I'm, <laughs> I'm so old. I've been running a lot, though. I think that's the problem. Probably no cartilage left. Bone on bone. My dad has to get those injections in his knees. <laughs> Does he? Mm-hmm. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I was just laughing at that same bone on bone. Bone on bone. It's that's favorite activity. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> it, anything else? Um, oh, I did finish The Woman in the House Across the Street from The Girl in the Window. Dude, you are so good at saying that. Did it get any better? <laughs> it was not as bad as I thought. I was like, I'm this far in. Like, I'm just going to finish it and see what happens. Like, it wasn't bad. I was not expecting, like, the ending of it. So. Oh, God, don't say that. Abby also watched it and finished it, and she said I should watch it. But from the stuff she told me, because she's as bad as fucking you are with shit. Is it an eight or ten episode thing? Eight, maybe. Okay. I would say whatever Jessica um, says is correct. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you nailed like it. Eight. So tell yeah. me, am, should I watch it or not? Because there's a lot of good shows I'm trying to watch. Um, I think you should eventually. I it's not high up on the list, so I wouldn't mm. like be like, oh, I gotta watch this right now. Okay. Just maybe at some point. Some point once I'm caught up with the rest of it. I trust your judgment. Yeah. So Seth had a um a consultation. Did you um what's your workout schedule now? You told me you were gonna start working out. Oh, I was gonna start yoga, but I haven't done that yet. No? No. Because you can't find the link I sent you. <laughs> that is part of it. I love your excuses, dude. They're always so <laughs> cl- clever. No, I just haven't started. Well, I'm going to work out, but I can't find the link Josh sent me two months ago. <laughs> I also love that you asked me if I sent you the link and where I sent it to, and then just didn't ask me to resend it. 
No, because I should be able to find it if it's on our group. Oh, no, I can't because someone's an Android and it doesn't show you that anymore. I remember you sending it. <laughs> so, no, there's not a convenient way. Android people. I remember seeing it. the link. I'm just kidding. I did tell Abby that I loved you the other night. What? I told Abby that I loved you. Like while you were making love? No. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally said your name. Oh, that would be awkward. I'm kidding. Um, no, she was giving me a bunch of shit because she says that sometimes I mean well, but I don't communicate it properly. That she thinks sometimes I come off as mean because I communicate to other people the way I like to be communicated to. Maybe. And she told me that I'm really mean to you sometimes. But I said, and I asked for an example. And she gave me an example. And I said, yeah, but I'm only doing that because I'm trying to motivate Seth because I love him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I know that, but it comes off as mean sometimes. What was the example? Um, I don't remember. Oh. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It had to have been either about working out or the eating or something. Because that's be. the only yeah. thing that I bust your balls about. But. That's true. So if I offended you, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I just I don't remember the conversation. I just want you to be healthy and live a long time. (laughs) I know. Okay. I will. Jess, is there anything I do that bothers you since we're having this therapy (laughs) session? Nothing at all. Just the cutting her off thing. But we already talked about that. There's a delay in the headset. What? Ah, No. He said I cut you off a lot. I said, no, there's a delay in the headset. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So my mom decided to get Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to watch the rest of 1883 now because, you know, we canceled our Paramount Plus because mm-hmm. Abby's like, we got too much shit going on, Josh. And then I fucking forgot to cancel stars and got my <laughs> ass reamed. I remembered that one for once. 985. What the fuck is this for? I was like, better watch some stars movies. First off, I pulled my wallet out and threw $300 bills at her. I'm like, here, woman, take your $10 for your stars. That didn't happen. I don't have any cash in my wallet. You know this. So who does? Um. Yeah, I forgot to cancel stars. What movie did we watch that was on that stupid platform? The hell did we watch? Was it Jeepers Creepers 2? Yes. So, Jess, you owe me 10 fucking dollars. Nope. <laughs> I canceled mine. <laughs> oh, dude. Fucking stars, man. That's so I can watch. I can watch 1883. I watched episode six. It's awesome. Brooke says episode seven is the best of the season, so we'll see. I don't know if I'll watch I it I've seen it. You watched 1883? I did. All of it? Yeah. How I did... What the fuck? <laughs> How'd you go from not watching it to already being ahead of me watching it? Because Steven watches it, so I just sat there and watched it. I still don't like it as much as Yellowstone, but... Sounds boring. You're stupid. <laughs> is it boring, Jess? A little bit. Yeah. It's really not. It probably is. If you're small-minded... I don't think you'd be into it. <laughs> if you're small-minded, it's boring. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm already watching an 1880s show. I don't I'm need another one. I'm signing with Abby. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Jess, I'm, I'm sure you you really meant well by telling me I'm small-minded. I did because I know you think you have a big head. So I did. I was like, well, you're small-minded, Jess. Me, I wanted you to hear from that. My head's not that big. I did. You mm. know I love you. <laughs> mm-hmm. She didn't say it back. It's never a good sign. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so <laughs> fucked. I was telling the Elm Street guys I'm joining a podcast on Elm Street when you guys kicked me out for talking too much. I saw. I don't know if they'd have you. 
No, their show would be way too much fun. They wouldn't know what to do with the extra viewership. I know. They'd yeah. be just out of control. Anyway, I watched this real shitty Nicolas Cage movie, too, called The Looking Glass, because my best buddy in the whole world said, hey, man, this fucking Nick Cage movie's <laughs> awesome. I never said it was awesome. I said I liked it. All I'm going to say is thank God that Abby went to bed and didn't watch it, because if I had suggested another shitty movie and she sat through it with me, I may never get the woman to watch a movie with me again. Maybe she would have liked it. Dude, no fucking way. Never know. No, no way. Have you seen I this, Jess? I did not Jess? think it was that bad. I have not seen it. Can you please watch it and be the third deciding factor as if, if this movie is good or even decent? Yes, I will. <laughs> it's on Hulu, Looking Glass. Terrible. It's Nick Cage. I love And For me to say that, it breaks <laughs> my heart because I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Nick. Nick? And you spell Nick <laughs> wrong, by the way. There's, it's not how you spell it. Oh, did you see there's a new movie with him coming out? Yeah. Where he like, plays himself? Yes, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I saw the trailer the other day. I think we talked about it. I don't remember. I remember you. <laughs> did you watch anything else? No, that's it. I haven't been watching anything, dude. I don't know what's going You've on. You've been reading? No. <laughs> no I I've been, been listening to much. Rogan. I've been listening to Two Chicks. I've been listening to Elm Street. There's a couple other. I've, all, my whole like entertainment is like all podcasts right now. I don't know. I gotta quit. I'm not even listening to audiobooks. Oh, I know. Jess hasn't even dropped any books yet in the She's cheating, in the sheet. Dude. I know you're cheating. No, I'm not cheating. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not. This is technically not cheating. We never said you had when you had to log the books for the competition. That's However, true. it kind of seems like everybody's slowed down or they're not logging anything. Mm. I think it's slowed down. I think this challenge is going to be a lot harder than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, especially in the summer, it's going to be hard. Yeah. And like, it's, I don't know. I think I read more in the summer as hard as I believe because we have the kids outside and I usually lay in the hammock while they're out there doing dumb shit and then I can read. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. I got a second hammock. So if you'd like to lay in the one next to me. Ooh. Yeah, because Abby got so weirded out by us laying in the same hammock last year. Why is like, that so weird? I don't know. She's. I, mean, I told her we were foot to head. <laughs> Head. Is that not how you say that? I guess. And I've just never heard anybody say that. You heard butt to front? <laughs> just different. Butt to front? You could just say we were facing each other. We weren't facing each other. Oh. I said head to foot. They were 69ing on the hammock. Yeah, that's where I was going with that, Jasper. You missed it. Cool. Okay, anyway, uh, this is Kruby's Request 19 Ginger Snaps. It was requested by our patron, Kimberly D. Oh, Kimberly, I hope, I hope I'm pulling for you. We aren't we aren't favorable raiders for Kruby's Request. I don't know why. We want to like him. I want to like him. Seth probably doesn't. He's mean. I am. Our Secret Lovers Month, Movies We Love But Shouldn't, it is over. It's concluded. House of Wax, Jeepers Creepers 2. I still know what you did last summer. All great movies that we I don't I did all those do like decent. Did we rate them all like mid middle tier? They were all so okay. I thought um House of Wax was a Sagudin. Was it? I don't remember. I think it was. I don't want to look it up. I'll just go I'll just believe you on this one. And I'll make a I gotta shave, Jess. Can you hear that? I can the stubble. Sounds nasty. It keeps hitting the microphone. So we got our new March theme. Last year we did March monster. What was it? Oh God! Fuck! I never remember it. I don't remember now. Monster Matt. No. March Can't monster madness. Maybe that was Madna- it. I kept saying monsters of March. Yeah, 
And it was I think wrong. it was March Monsters Madness. March Monster Madness. Madness. This year's theme is strictly March Madness. We're watching all basketball horror themed movies. Yeah. Horror movies. <laughs> I picked Hoosiers. What'd you pick? <laughs> Nothing. Can you even name a basketball movie? No. You can't name one basketball movie. Mm-mm. Let's see between you and Jess who can name the most. Jess, you go. White Man Can't Jump, Space Jam, um, Love and yeah, Basketball. Yeah, she's going to win. Fuck, I don't like crushing. sports movies. What about no, Coach Carter? Semi-pro. Semi, that mean they play basketball in it? Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, you got whooped, dude. Yeah. You got to brush Not up my on thang. your- Brush up on your basketball movies. <laughs> Hmm. have you guys picked your movies for march i know jess has has you picked no i haven't yet i haven't picked mine either because the one i wanted to pick an older longer one and i'm like no we already got one we don't want to upset josh too much why would you upset me because she picked a four-hour movie (laughs) is it four? are we doing yours first i don't i don't know are we i want you to tell everybody what you picked I picked The Shining. Ooh, it's only been three seasons. I can't believe this is the first time she's done it. And it's two hours and 26 minutes, Seth, not four hours. <laughs> That's not that bad. And there's a lot of scenes in that movie that drags. So I feel like my notes aren't going to be that terrible. That's true. There's a lot of slow pauses. And I'm getting a lot better at it. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just going to be able to fly right through it. Yeah. So. Yeah, anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, let's talk about our movie. Our movie this episode, Kruby's Request, 19 Ginger Snaps. Again, it was requested by Kimberly D. I'm hoping we rate this real high. We're going to make some Kruby out there happy. Maybe, maybe not. Seth, was this your first watch of Ginger Snaps? Yes. Ooh, Jess, your first watch? Yes, it was. Jess, if you had to describe this movie in one word, what would you say? Yikes. Oh, oh boy. Oh, that's not good. Wow. <laughs> what about you? I said interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't hate it. it. It definitely had more potential. I think I would go with, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I don't know. I think that'd be <clears throat> it. Yeah. Um, I can see like where they were trying to go with it. I just think it maybe wasn't, it wasn't quite there. I have a few issues with it. The first yeah. is that it's entirely too long. It was kind of several long. scenes that could be good, mm-hmm. we'll, but we'll get to that yeah. when we get to HMC favorites. Okay, yeah. let's not jump the gun. Let's, let's not, not put jump the, gun. the cart in front of the horse. Okay, I've been told okay. I don't use that terminology correctly. I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna go with <laughs> it. Okay, our characters we got Bridget played by Emily Perkins. I'm gonna call her B for the entire time because it's a lot easier than saying Bridget all the time. Ginger. Catherine Isabel. I love Catherine Isabel, by the way. I think she does great work. She was excellent in Freddy vs. Jason. Fine. No? No arguments? Okay. <sighs> Sam, played by Chris Lemche. 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 How do you think? <laughs> Lemche. Lemche. I like that one. Lemche. Lemche. Okay. <laughs> Jason, played by Jesse Moss. I'm not going to lie. There's more characters that I dislike in this movie than I actually like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Same. Agreed. Did you particularly like any characters, Jess? Uh, not really. I guess Jason. Like, I didn't think he was that bad. Mm. I could not stand Ginger. He was the one that she slept with, right? Jason is, yes. He's the one that turns into a werewolf himself. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I just can't think of what I've seen him in. This movie feels so like an episode of Power Rangers that it drives me crazy. (laughs) It does. Yeah. They all were kind of annoying. It does. Mm -hmm. Um, Sam was probably the least annoying the pothead pedophile yeah. 
That's the one you identify with? I said he was the least annoying in this movie. Sure. Yeah, I thought the he old, was all right, too. The old cherry chaser? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 cherry. says that. They said that in the movie. They said uh, he was a cherry chaser. Yeah, I probably missed it. Would you fall asleep? <laughs> no. Jesus criminally, man. <laughs> Director's John Fawcett uh, did a lot of TV. That's about it, really. I couldn't find anything else that he he did. Other than Ginger Snaps 2. You know there's three of these fucking things? Yeah, I saw that. Holy cow. Budget was $4.5 At the box office, it made just about a half a million dollars. There was um, different... Um, I looked a few different places and they were all different. So I don't. I just went with the one that I usually use, which is Wikipedia. Jess, did you get the outline? Yes, I did. Would you like to read the synopsis? Two death-obsessed sisters, outcasts in their suburban neighborhood, must deal with the tragic consequences when one of them is bitten by a deadly werewolf. Boom, 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 boom. You did a great job. I'm like, I'm really impressed. Thank you. No, no. Thank you. Seth. Pull over. Scene one, opening scene. Poor Baxter. A neighborhood dog named Baxter is slaughtered in the town of Bailey Downs. Bridget, later referred to as B, just so everybody knows, sees the owner of the dog screaming, updates her sister Ginger, who she shares a creepy-ass basement bedroom with, and they discuss their eventual suicides and their pact to kill themselves by the age of 16. We get a montage of Bridget and Ginger taking fake dead pictures of one another. This was actually a slideshow they were showing to the class. The teacher is very upset, and the girls smoke during their gym class while Jason and friends act pervy and watch. B gets pushed into a disemboweled dog as the class laugh at her. After class, we're introduced to the drug dealer, Seth's favorite character, the pedophile Sam. Ginger turns down Sam for a date, and Ginger has more back issues during class. She turns down Jason for a date. I'm sorry. We'll get to that. We find out that the girls are three years late menstruating before Ginger and their mom get into a fight at dinner. They set out to prank the bully girl from school, whose name is Tina or Trina, I forget. Trina. Trina, thank you. super bitchy name. She's not nice. Finding a dead dog on the local playground. Ginger starts her period, ironically right then, starts to bleed down her leg, and then is attacked by the beast of Bailey Downs being drugged through the woods. B finds her saving her. They're chased out of the woods by the animal narrowly being hit by Sam, the drug-dealing van driver, which smashes into the beast, turning it into red mist. B gets Ginger back to the house, cleaning her wounds and realizing that they're healing themselves, but also growing hair. She begs B not to tell anyone, and they hug, both looking worried. B is able to get her Polaroid camera uh, working, and a picture comes out that she took of the Beast of Bailey Downs but it's just the animal's face and it looks very much like a werewolf. First note, are you ready for this? I mm-hmm. think you guys will agree. These kids are weird. Yeah, I said, who are these ghetto chicks? <laughs> Why do you think they're ghetto? I don't know. They just looked weird. Like she looked like she was wearing Victorian clothes. Mm. And their bedroom? Like what in the fuck? I think they're supposed to, well, B specifically is supposed to represent like a gothic Kid. Yeah, like sorta. I had kids that dressed like that at school. I probably was one of them, not like that drastically, but like yeah. band shirts, black clothes. But their room was weird. Like the neighborhood looked nice, and then they're in this like basement. Did you notice that the whole time their house looks like it's being renovated, but there's never any work being done? Mm-hmm. At least, yeah. well, at least downstairs. Yeah, Jess, did you dress like this in high school? Yeah, I did. Seriously? No. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I could see it. No, I did not. Mm. You weren't like a weird goth kid in school? 
No. Mm. I was like a, a bitch. emo-ish <laughs> kid, I guess. Did you hear him? What did he say? He called you the B word. Oh, I did not. Fucker. <laughs> I actually changed my mind. The mom is my favorite character. The mom, Pamela. She's actually pretty funny. I have some questions about her later. I want to see if you guys agree with me. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they share a cement wall basement bedroom when their house is clearly three stories and in like a suburban neighborhood where there likely is a different bedroom they could share. I guess I kind of... <laughs> took it as they are kind of weird they're like oddly close so like maybe they wanted to be down there together mm. and they do all their weird shit okay what were you gonna say jeff i was just gonna say yeah i think they wanted to be basement dwellers <laughs> but you know what i hung out in the basement a lot as a kid like i we had a tv down there and like we played video games and all hung out down there to get away mm. from our parents so okay i guess now i see that it's really not that weird i guess it just wasn't very nice yeah, to be a bedroom. It looked kind of like a prison cell. It was weird. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe they were into that. I don't know. You're right. They are awkwardly close. Like they're like if, too close. Ooh, too close. Why too close? I don't know. It's like almost like they're in love with each other. Yeah. Do you think you think it's mutual or just do you think that B likes Ginger more than Ginger likes B? Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought so too because I know that Ginger was, we're going to see this kind of turns into a hag here in a little bit but I yeah. feel like she low-key always was yeah it seems like she's kind of like out to get her to make her feel stupid almost or something yes I totally agree with that and, and then it just comes out worse once she turns into the werewolf that she becomes because um, B's almost like borderline obsessed with her I feel like yeah like it's really close mm-hmm. to being like a little too much mm-hmm and doesn't Ginger make a comment later that um, B wants to be her? Mm-hmm. The other question I have is why are so many kids just openly smoking at school? I did have a note about that somewhere. Like on the pl- they're on the gym uh, turf or whatever you would call it, and then outside in front of the school they're all smoking. Like mm-hmm. is that like was that a thing? Not when I was in high school. No, we did it secretly. Hmm. Like Jeepers Creepers. I rarely saw anybody ever like smoking cigarettes at school. Same. Say two thousands. We wouldn't have been in high school yet, would we? We would have been in middle school, right? Yeah. You would have been like in college. In two thousand, I would have been in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the picture that comes out of the Polaroid. This is clearly supposed to be a werewolf, but it looks more like a dog. Kind of like a scary dog. A scary, angry dog. Like if you like shook your camera while you were taking Mm -hmm. a picture of your dog. Yeah. Mm, I actually like the opening with all the morbid pictures. Those are pretty good. The ones they show for the class? Yeah. I did like how the teacher was creeped out by it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, scene two. Eventually, the invader consumes its host completely. This scene opens to the girls in class. Ginger falling asleep and trying, uh, or I'm sorry, sorry, they're buying tampons, running into Jason at the store, who offers her some pot to take the edge off. She accepts the offer. While Ginger smokes inside Sam's van, B talks to Sam about how he hit the uh, werewolf or whatever it was with the van, he tells her it looked like a like lycanthrope. I love how they keep saying lycanthrope instead of just saying werewolf. Must be a Canadian thing. Then realizing that they uh, that the kids are in the back of his van smoking, he kicks them out. Uh, that would be Ginger and, Ginger and the boys. Trina shows up with her dog, which goes right after Ginger. She kicks it, hurting the dog. Ginger and B run into the school bathroom where they find that Ginger's 
cuts have healed and are growing hair. They seek assistance from the school nurse who educates the girls on the normalcy of syrupy discharge. Their mom <laughs> finds Ginger's bloody undergarments at home, makes her a period cake, and the girls argue in the basement about Ginger becoming a werewolf. Ginger tells B that she's just jealous and she knows she's always wanted to be her and B starts to study werewolves. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, the mom with the spray and wash on the bloody ass panties. You gotta throw them away. <laughs> You're not getting that out. You're not saving those, dude. <laughs> I like how she's just like, oh, like, <laughs> and then the cake. She's so ditzy. Yeah, kind um, of. But I feel like it's a facade. Mm. Like I feel like later, I feel like she knows all this is happening. Yeah, when they're in the van later. Like, all, like yeah. I don't know. Something weird happened. Like, I have some <laughs> questions about the mama I want to ask you guys at the end. And the syrupy discharge. Ah, did, you, did your nurse talk <laughs> like that, Jazz? No. Oh, my God, dude. No. I was like, oh, this is way too much info. Yeah, you got to you gotta get rid of those underwear, though. There's no saving those. <laughs> well, those are fucking gross. That's terrible. Um, I've also noticed in this scene, this is where Ginger becomes a lot more confrontational with B. Yeah, I have a note. Ginger has kind of turned into a bitch. Mm. I can't have a hairy chest B. That's fucked. <laughs> I mean, she's right, though, right? She don't want to go to school with no hairy chest. Right. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of weird that B starts, like, tracking Ginger's periods and stuff on that calendar that came free with the tampons. Well, thank God they bought that one, <laughs> right? <laughs> That was funny, which is like, this one comes with a free calendar. Yeah. So does this Sam guy work? Like, what does he do? I thought he was a tree guy at first, and then he lives at like a greenhouse? Yeah, a, a I'm botanist? not 100% sure. He's a botanist? I don't know. Does he just grow weed? I don't know what he does. I Dude, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. But then they just get in his van like it's nothing. Like This, this kid should not be hanging out at the school. Right. But I'm assuming that maybe he's like just graduated and then they all know him or something or okay. one well, of those okay. kind of situations maybe he or he's like a little a bit older and can buy beer i don't know Ooh, did you hang out with a lot of those boys did you no beer buying boys mm. <laughs> yeah this is definitely where you see ginger start to to change her little tail oh it's so gross it is it's like wiggling <laughs> i don't think we got to that yet here scene three ginger got hot um let's see b and ginger sneak out that can't be right with b and ginger on the outs we see that ginger changed her look and is getting a lot of attention from the boys specifically jason whom she's not who now she publicly makes out with at school again i don't know where these teachers are at but sam finds b whom he's been looking for because he'd found her werewolf picture she dropped and asks her what the f he hit with his van they both think it was a werewolf but b gets worried and runs off that night b looks at ginger's butt finding a small tail forming and freaks out the next morning she finds jason and tells him she's the one i'm sorry she finds sam and tells him that she's the one changing from the inside out b tries to talk to ginger at school but ginger leaves with jason who we see later are messing around in a back seat ginger gets overly aggressive with him back at the house ginger wakes up b puking in their bathroom toilet covered in blood from what i thought was eating jason we see in a minute that's not true she tells her that she gets urges she thought it was for sex but then found out it's just to tear things up b realizes she didn't eat jason but actually ate the neighbor's dog 
The sex with Jason was terrible and didn't fulfill her needs, so she killed Nate, the neighbor's dog. The girls decide to pierce Ginger's belly button with pure steel to help minimize her urges. While piercing her, you can see Ginger's nails start to grow, her teeth like grow into like werewolf fangs, her eyes start to glow. Uh, so basically, it looks like she's turning into a werewolf while B is like stabbing her with that steel ring the next morning we see b taping ginger's ever-growing tail down to her leg in gym class ginger beats up trina who was picking on b again and gets suspended jason shows up his face is all beat up from ginger and now he's pissing blood because b believes he is infected a lot going on there yeah mm. did you think initially that she ate jason i thought she killed him or something because she got real aggressive in the back mm. of that car. Some rough-ass yeah. sex, yeah. I thought she, like, tore him up. <laughs> well, she, I mean, she definitely did, but, like, she's puking up body or, like, something. I was like, oh, God, she ate this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tail's gross. Yeah, I didn't like I thought the tail was super nasty. Especially when she, like, tucks it into that garter belt or whatever it is. Ew. On her leg, or maybe yeah. it was tape. I thought it was a garter belt. but Maybe it was a garter belt. I thought she taped it to her leg. Ugh, and it was, like, moving around. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Made me feel gross. <laughs> yeah. Made me feel gross. Well, this belly button scene was gross. It was like, I don't know. I didn't like it. Why? It's just gross. Like it went on too long. It's like, just push the damn thing through. Mm. Well, I think it was, that was the point. It was hard to get it through because her skin must be getting tough. Or maybe her skin was fighting it off. I actually didn't mind that scene. I like that you see her changing and it's like kind of creepy, mm-hmm. but some of the transformations were good. Others were really bad. Oh, Seth's got a burp over here. Um, well, you wanted to talk about her multiple teeth changes. Yeah, that's one comment I had I made earlier. Is uh, And nobody ever makes any comments about it in this movie. Is like her teeth continually like change. Like her whole mouth changes. Mm-hmm. And nobody makes any comments about it through the whole movie. I'm like, how is nobody noticing her mouth changing? Oh, she almost looks vampire-y. Yeah. Mm. She like does. she's got the sharp teeth. Like mm-hmm. nobody sees that. Because she's not trying to conceal it either. No, not at all. Oh, but maybe since they're always doing the weird goth, like death pictures maybe feel people just think she's got like fake teeth in or something mm. that's true because she also does it when her and trina get into the fight during gym class you also see like her claws come out and her like eyes change in her mouth but then none of the people standing around say a word about it mm-hmm. so it's like well that's kind of weird well they didn't say anything about the dead dog on the lacrosse field like why wouldn't people be more shocked oh, about that think, yeah and they're like they know there's this thing running around and like nobody's worried Even the about teacher it. like doesn't say anything it's like ew that's true that, that whole neighborhood looks so like bland yeah, yeah. i agree looks very like dreary and plain and but it was almost like it was supposed yeah. to be that way i almost mm-hmm. like they're making fun of the suburbs probably mm-hmm. that's what i thought probably i feel like this whole movie is like picking at the suburbs and um, a few other other uh, things, but that scene where Jason's peeing blood in the toilet is hilarious to me. I don't know why, <laughs> but he's like, "It's an ink pen." He's like running through the school, and he's my like, red ink pen. <laughs> oh my god! 
Uh, shoot, poor Jason. Scene four. Sam has some thoughts. Ginger and B go to visit Sam because he's done some studying. He's found a medicinal treatment, but he has to grow it first. Ginger acts like he uh, like a total dick to Sam, and B makes her leave. Back at home, Ginger tries to shave her thick ass leg hair and notices that she has a claw coming out of her ankle. B arrives at home to find Trina looking for her dog. She tells her she saw Ginger take it. Trina tells B that Sam is a cherry hound. Sorry, Seth. Was a cherry hound, not a cherry chaser. Hmm. And he only wants girls who are virgins. Ginger shows up grabbing T- Trina, pulling her into the house. She torments her a bit. Then Trina grabs a knife, slips on some milk that was spilled during their tussle, and cracks her head on the side of the counter, killing her. They, the two, ingeniously set up their fake death photo shoots to trick their parents into thinking the blood is fake for their shoot and not somebody's actual blood. Downstairs, their mom almost sees dead Trina in their chest freezer, but B asks her to help them understand what boys want, which distracts her enough to shut the lid. Later, the girls bury Trina underneath their shed in the backyard and make a pact to leave town once Trina's disappearance blows over. These girls are so, like, not good at this. Mm-mm. Like, mm-hmm. like they're just like out in the open, walking around, pulling people into their house while their parents are home. Like, what are you guys doing here? <sighs> I actually felt bad for Trina in this scene, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, she was a bitch, but she didn't deserve all this. Nor did her yeah, dog. I yeah, I kind of feel like um, Trina was picking on them because she thought Sam liked B. That's why she was being so mean to Probably. her. Probably. Yeah. And I don't know that I felt bad for Trina. I think I felt bad for Trina's parents. Because as a parent, I was like, man, that would be horrible to have your daughter go out looking for your dog and then she Mm -hmm. like dies and then somebody buries her under their shed and you never find out what happened to your kid. Right. Mm. Like imagine one day they just walk outside to go find the dog and you never see them again. It'd be sad. It'd be like, it'd drive somebody, it'd have to drive somebody crazy, I would think. But shit like that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a true horror story, Seth. Like your hair. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I'm just kidding. I think you have great hair. What'd you think about, Jess? What'd you think about their um, quick thinking to do the photo shoot thing real quick? Um, I thought it was good. I mean, I think it was a good idea. I was dying laughing when the mom came in and said, Jesus Christ on a bicycle. Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I never heard that. No. That's yeah, not a I Seth thing. Like, what <laughs> did she just say? Like, what the fuck? She said a lot of weird shit like that. Maybe it's Canadian. This is a Canadian movie. Maybe it was like maybe those are Canadian sayings. Maybe. Yeah. In place know. of a curse word. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Cherry hound. Never heard of cherry hound. I can see you being a real cherry hound, Seth. How could I be a cherry hound? Dudes aren't like what? They're virgin buttholes. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> that's violent. Uh, what would you do if like Lucy and Charlotte got into this type of thing? Like they liked taking pictures of themselves, like of deaths. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like if they did, they'd be like some serious Instagram influencers or something though. So they'd probably make a lot of money at it today. Possible. I just feel like these parents are like, just don't give a fuck. Like I'm yeah. like, I would be more concerned probably. <laughs> well, they talk later where, they say that her mom lets them figure things out or whatever. Yeah. They yeah, that Ginger thought mm-hmm. it was cool that their mom lets them work through their their problems yeah. or whatever and yeah. figure yeah. out. Yeah. I don't know cuz I wouldn't do well if my kids like don't talk to me. 
so I feel like if my kids got to this point, which they could because they're very close in age and mm-hmm. will likely be, I think B uh, skipped a grade, right? That's how she's in the same grade as Ginger? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it could happen with my kids. I don't know. But like I wouldn't do well. Like I would be like a, like one of those dads that's like trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Like these two are acting. Like you can't say they weren't acting weird. Right. Like, no, you guys are not sleeping in the basement anymore. You're moving up to the fucking regular house. Then they'd probably just run away. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Luckily, Abby's like the child whisperer, so I feel like she would be like, you're communicating entirely incorrectly with these children, Josh. Probably, when they're teenagers. i just jump in the pictures with them and pretend to be dead. Like, hey, let's do some fake pics of you killing dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What, what would you do? I just feel like I would be more concerned than they were. Mm. <laughs> same like they're just kind of like eh, it's whatever it's a phase but like they get pretty like extreme with some of their staging yeah well i mean <laughs> i went to school with a kid that like openly cut himself like not he wouldn't like do it at school but he would come to school and, like would show people like his he'd like undo his bandages and like show people where he'd like cut himself yeah oh god and i'm thinking like where are your parents dude because like, i have to know you would think mm. Some people just don't have that luxury, I, I guess, which is the sad thing. Of parents that, that pay attention and care? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I would react. Hopefully good in the, Hopefully. In the correct way, but yeah. I don't know. You'll get to deal with that when you adopt. Mm-hmm. We'll have parenting power hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mom's scene five, I think. Did we get to the scene where she's trying to cut her tail off yet? No, that's oh, next, that I was think. Also <laughs> gross. <laughs> No, that's not yet. I think that's the scene right now. Scene five, Jason is having issues. At school, a now transforming Jason locks B in a closet asking where Ginger is. At dinner that night, mom knows Ginger skipped school and confronts the girls. B yet again saves Ginger's ass, but then finds her trying to cut her growing tail off in the bathroom. So gross. Yeah, yeah. The whole tail thing, the whole, I I feel like we could have done without the tail altogether. It just looked gross. Yeah. Their mother miraculously had monk's hood, which is the um, herb that Sam needed to make the uh, antidote for the vampire chair or the vampire, the werewolf changing. Um, B locks Ginger in their bathroom and takes the monk's hood to seek out Sam who turns the herb into some sort of injectable solution. I don't know how the hell this kid knew how to do that, but good on him. Sam tells her he knows the solutions for Ginger, not for her and gives her the syringe. B arrives at home to find that Ginger broke out of the bathroom and is now back at school. On the way to school, B runs into Jason, stabs him with the syringe and injects him with the antidote. He seems to have died, but then pops up seemingly fine. At school, B finds Ginger locked in the guidance counselor's office that she had just killed. B goes to find cleaning supplies to clean up the mess, and then Ginger kills the janitor. Um, B uh, gets upset and yells at her, telling her that they had a pact to die together and offers to turn herself into a werewolf. Meanwhile, their parents find Trina's missing fingers in their yard. Her mom tells their dad that it's just one of the girl's photo shoot props not to worry, but later we see her out in the yard digging up the shed, finding the body. Their mom finds B running to the party that Ginger is now at and gives her a ride to the party. Oh man! Again, I, I have a note here. Like, how is nobody noticing how weird Ginger and Jason look in these scenes? Like, Jason's at school with like all this shit coming out of his face and has werewolf teeth. Yeah, why does his face look like that? And hers doesn't. Because she beat up his face and his it's like healed. Oh, okay. like her. That's how her chest looked. That's why she was getting hair on her chest because okay. her wounds were on her chest. Okay. 
I think at least that's my theory on it. Um, yeah, a lot going on here. So B is in. I thought at first B was upset that Ginger killed the janitor, but I think she was more upset that what does Ginger say to her? Basically, like blames her for the whole thing happening. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Okay, well, I'll become a werewolf too if you want." Basically, is what she was saying. So I don't know. I also found it obnoxious that she used the antidote on Jason. Like, I know she was trying to see if it worked, but she used all of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what was she going to do when she got to the school to get Ginger? But we're, she got another one at some point. Later, he makes her yeah. another one. I feel like she didn't mean to do that with him. I don't know. Like, he attacked her and she yeah. had to use it? Yeah. That Maybe was the scene it, but, yeah. that looked like a freaking episode of Power Rangers. When he's, like, picking on that kid in that field. <laughs> yeah, it did. How could he not wrestle that kid to the ground? Like I know. I don't know. It, it was like half his size. Right. And he's like standing there wrestling and I don't know, just her watching them. And it was weird. <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, it crossed her mind. She's like, oh, maybe I can use this on him. But I thought this, I'm, th- I'm like, are you going to use the whole thing? Like, you're not going to be able to do what you were setting out to do here. The only thing I could come up with was he was just, he was going to eat that kid, but was like getting off on pit, like tormenting him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the only thing I could come up with. I'm not sure. But that scene, that looked terrible. It was like, I was like, oh my gosh. And there's like nobody ever out in this neighborhood. Yeah, there's really not. Ever. Except for that kid this dog got ate. Yeah. So here's where I have the note about the mom. Like, So the mom makes a point later to tell them that they're both three years late on having their first period. Um and then she like covers up for him with the fingers and then she's digging in the yard and we don't really see if she's digging the body up and finds the body. I have a theory on that too for later, but do you think the mom, this is like a family thing and the mom knows? Maybe. Especially after the van conversation. Yeah, I had a note about that too. I was like, this seems really odd for her to be like, I have something to tell you and or to talk to you about whatever yeah. she said. And then it's both of them. It's not just Ginger. Like they're both mm-hmm. late on having their periods mm-hmm. exactly the same time frame late. And the mom's see, I don't know. I just feel like the mom is like new. Yeah. Cause she says she wants to fill up the house with gas and light a match and leave and leave with them. Mm-hmm. And she says it's her just fault. Us girls. Yeah. Yeah. Just us girls. And yeah, then she says that it is her fault. Yeah. And then B's like, no, it's not. And she's like, yes, it is. So it has to be something like that. And the dad is just like so nonchalant and in mm-hmm. his own world. It's almost like she knowingly married this dipshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't ask questions. I'm guessing. Yeah. But it's some kind of lineage going on. Yeah, I think so too. <sighs> but then I also wonder if when she, what was that? I don't know. Oh, I also wonder if when she is, um, digging up so she finds the fingers right Mm -hmm. and she puts them in that tupperware dish and puts it in the freezer but then we never see the dad again so i Mm -hmm. wonder if she's not digging up that girl's body under the shed i think she killed the dad and put the dad buried the dad out there maybe because he's like gone right like she doesn't talk about him and then she talks about blowing the house up and leaving Mm -hmm. yeah so i was like i don't know man (laughs) something is weird with this mom yeah, I think when she found the fingers, or he did, I think she knew then, like, what was going on. So do you, th- 
do you think that she thinks that they just killed that girl for picking on B and buried her? Do you think that they she knows like fully like this whole beast of Bailey Downs thing is uh, the werewolf and that Ginger is a werewolf? I feel like she knows. Especially whenever she comes into the bathroom that one scene and Ginger is like has a bloody bathtub mm-hmm. and doesn't have the curtain shut at first and then shuts it. Like she had to have seen that. You would mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I think she knew something at least. Yeah, I agree. Something's weird with the mom because then she like becomes less ditzy also in the van. Yeah. So. Yeah. Scene six, sweet costume fits. Ginger arrives at the greenhouse party looking for Sam. She finds uh, she finds him weighing pot in the back room and tries to seduce him. Sam turns her down and throws her off of him just as B arrives. B attacks Ginger, then slitting both of her palm of their palms and mixing their blood together, and then they leave together. Meanwhile, their mom takes Trina's fingers into the party to dump them, likely to try to frame sam or somebody at the party i'm guessing outside the greenhouse party sam hits ginger with a shovel knocking her out b tells sam that she that she found out the antidote does work and that she has more at the house but the only way to get ginger to go back home was to trick her into going so they throw her in the back of sam's van and they're driving to ginger and b's house um we see that Ginger's fully turning into a werewolf in the back and once they arrive at the house she breaks out of the van running into the house Inside the house, B and Sam hide in the closet and make more of the antidote. Sam volunteers to go after Ginger, but is pulled from the closet by Ginger before he can try. We hear him screaming and Ginger slamming him against the closet door. B finds the syringe, still full, um, in a pool of blood, picks it up, and heads toward the basement following the bloody trail that Sam left. You're telling me this dude didn't know his van doors didn't lock? He said, oops, I meant to fix that. After they had already put her back there, I'm like, eh, all right. It was kind of a jump scare when she burst through the doors. Did it get you? Yeah, it did. Mm. So was this the part when somebody yelled, like, get your slut bitch sister? That was at the party, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was. Poor Ginger. Made me think of Seth instantly. That does sound like something you would say. It does. Yeah. This party was kind of whack, too. It looked like yeah. it was a fun party. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> What? They're like inside of a fucking greenhouse. Those things are are like steamy and nasty. Mm-hmm. Big no. sex party. Looks terrible. <laughs> I do like when Ginger shows up to this party though and she's got like, she's not like full, she's like a, a human werewolf. I don't know how to, mm-hmm. else to describe Like her eyes are changed and they all think it's a costume, right? Yeah. Cool costume, Ginger. Fits. Fits Ginger. Because isn't her, her hair is like white. Yeah, it's starting to turn yeah. white, yeah. And her, like, forehead's yeah. all crinkly, and... Do you think this werewolf is coming out of her body? Like, her skin's gonna rip, and it's gonna come, like, out of her body, and that's gonna be, like, her natural form forever? Or do you think she changes back and forth? Mm, I don't know. I think, like, she is... Go ahead, what do you think? I was gonna say, it kind of seems like that's what she is now. I think but, so, too. Yeah, because I'm not doing a full moon thing. I don't, th- which I think is what B was track. That's what you asked earlier. I forgot to answer you, but I think that's why B is tracking all that to see if she changes. Mm-hmm. Cause she's got when her period started marked, but then isn't that also like on Hallow's Eve the night before 30th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I do think I agree with you though. Just, I think that is her form. I don't think this is one of those werewolf situations where they change back and forth. I think that was like what she's going to look like moving forward. Yeah. A bunch of these scenes were so... They felt so made for TV to me. And it was just like... Some of them were a little cringy. Yeah. But... Yeah. 
But I don't know if that's what they were going for. I know it was kind of low, but it really wasn't low budget, four point five million. But like, I feel like I don't know. Mildly, feel like that's what they were going for was that feel um, that we got. So it's Canadian. It's all it's the Canadians' yeah. fault. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to say before we hop into the final scene? Mm, no. No. Scene seven, Ginger versus B, the final showdown. B drops the antidote under the stairs and is unable to reach it. Go figure. She finds a mangled Sam being guarded by a large, white, terribly CGI'd werewolf. She's beginning to turn herself and bends down, drinking some of Sam's blood as he watches. Getting sick, she screams that she can't do it, which triggers the werewolf, formerly known as Ginger, to chase her after ripping out Sam's throat. B makes it to the stairs, hiding underneath them as Ginger tries to attack her through the stairs. She gets the antidote, which causes Ginger to run off. B um, makes a run for it, barricading herself in their bedroom. Somehow, the werewolf, Ginger, ends up in the bedroom with her. I don't know if she was already in there, if she was hiding or what, but she walks around the corner. She tells her she's not dying in her with this in this room with her. Ginger lunges at her, pinning her against the bed, but B had stabbed her in the heart with the knife that she had in hand, possibly killing not just the werewolf, but her sister. We get a montage of their suicide pack, notes, pictures, and a sad bee crying, along with shots of the dying wolf. Bee crawls over to the dying wolf and lays on her chest as the camera pans out, showing her laying there with the wolf dying in their two beds and one creepy-ass basement bedroom. The end. I actually thought the end was sad. Yeah. I mean, it ended where it started, right? It started mm. with them in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. They had this death pact. They were like in love. They weren't in love. They loved each other and yeah. they were supposed to die together. And now Ginger's dying basically because B killed her. It's actually like this scene. It was sad. I like how she went over to her. Then you see her stop breathing. And Do you yeah. think the wolf looked bad or it probably looked okay in 2000? I don't think it looked bad. It looked different than what i was expecting but it made me think of like goosebumps <laughs> it did look very goosebumpsy yeah. there's a fun fact that'll probably explain why okay all mm. right so i can't believe you didn't say this first but did you notice the boobs on the werewolf yeah, i have it highlighted did you see the wolf <laughs> titty <laughs> the wolf. i was waiting until we talked about the emotional part before i brought up the wolf titty oh see i jumped right to it i'm sorry <laughs> i agree with you i think the ending is very sad it was sad. I like how they ended panning out and you see the one bedroom window with the two beds and mm-hmm. how like sad their little be- bedroom is. And B-, B is clearly upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a question though. Do you think if if she had used the antidote on the wolf that she would have changed back? Or do you think it was too late at that point? I don't know. I think maybe it was too late at that point. Yeah. I think. I agree. I, I, I think once she fully formed into the wolf, that like that was there was no going back from there. Um, and the wolf titty. And once you have wolf titties, I don't know how <laughs> you get away from having the wolf. It was a pretty titties. big wolf titty. It was just one though, right? They only saw one. Maybe they only had enough in the budget for one wolf titty. Maybe. Um. Just how in the world are they going to get away with this? Like, there's there's so much destruction here. Like, there's no way they're going to get away with this. They're just going to have to flee. <laughs> they're gonna. You think that's the kid? They're going to have to light the house on fire and get out of Dodge. Yep. Well, there's a second movie. We're just going to have to watch it and see what happens. Well, the second one, I think Bridget's in like an in, in, like an institution, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Um, 
I mean, they have the wolf there. Theoretically, they could just blame it all on the wolf. But then people are like, well, where's your sister? Well, that is my sister. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what I would do. Um, I say the wolf I think attacked and took her away. Mm. We're probably going to have to complete this trilogy. You think so? Well, the second one and the third one, they filmed at the exact same times. And the third one is actually a uh, prequel to the first one, believe it or not. That'll probably answer a lot of our questions. Mm-hmm. Could we should probably just stop asking them and, and do that. So, are we all in agreement <laughs> that the mom killed the dad? I mean, he disappeared. I so, so. Well, well, I mean, Ginger ran into the house. She theoretically could have killed the dad. I guess. I'm assuming the mom did. I think Mama killed Dad too. Because he, you know, once he found the fingers. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I think the mom was trying to bury the dad in the backyard, right mm-hmm. where the girls buried that other girl Trina it's just showing how they're linked like mm-hmm. they think alike so I think the mom likely knew what was going on was in on it to some degree maybe it'll say in the sequel I don't know is there anything else you guys want to say before we hop over to fun facts with Seth Jess no. fun facts with Seth Ooh, I like being sung in by both y'all yeah <laughs> uh, along with the coincidence of stars Catherine Isbell and Emily Perkins auditioning on the same day. The two actresses were also born in the same hospital, attended the same preschool, elementary school, and private school, worked through the same talent agency, and both guest starred on the show Supernatural. Wow. That's crazy. Dude, they are attached at the hip. They have some sort of supernatural Mm -hmm. connection. Secret lovers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Director John Fawcett refused to have CGI effects in the film opting for all of the special creature effects to be done with prosthetics and makeup. That werewolf was not CGI'd? Mm-mm. Hmm. Interesting. It looked very CGI'd to me. Uh, this one might explain why the neighborhood and stuff looked weird, but it said many of the day scenes had to be scheduled to be shot at night. The crew brought in a large 18-kilowatt light to flood the locations with light so it would appear to be day on the film. Reportedly, the light was strong enough to be seen... Uh, by aircraft passing overhead. Hmm. That makes sense. So that's why it looks so weird? Maybe that's why it looked kind of dreary. I don't know. Uh, Due to the fact that the film features teenagers in violent situations, the production had difficulty getting funding because of the Columbine massacre and other school shootings had recently occurred. I was going to say this came out right around that time, and these kids are eerily similarly acting to uh, what I would envision those other kids. Mm Mm-hmm. With the uh, apparel, right? Like, these yeah. girls definitely listen to Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. 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 Not that there's anything wrong with Marilyn Manson. I like Marilyn Manson. I'm just saying. Yeah. I could see why that would be a problem at the time. Both Catherine right. Isbell and Emily Perkins appeared in season five of The X-Files, but in different episodes two years before starring in Ginger Snaps. My goodness. These two are like... I know. It's weird. Their careers have just been, like, attached. This film was the fifth highest grossing Canadian film of 2001. Wow. Wow. It says a lot about the Canadian films. <laughs> Here is another Catherine and Emily coincidence. Both Emily and Catherine have starred in TV adaptations of Stephen King novels. Oh. Perkins in the original version of It, 1990. Okay. And Isabel in the remake of Carrie, 2002. Oh, she is in that. Yeah, I forgot. Um, crazy oh this one's for josh yes uh sam's van is a 1990 chevrolet astro thank goodness <laughs> i was a little disappointed there wasn't shag carpet i know uh bridget's hair is a wig 
It is? That's what it says. I wonder. I had a note asking like about that. It's like blowing like it in the wind. Right. It did look weird, didn't it? It mm-hmm. looked, yeah. Uh, owing to a large cult following, it achieved, achieved significant video and DVD sales. These earnings, combined with moderate theatrical success abroad, led the to the production of two further films. Mm. I guess it did well in like uh, the UK and Australia or somewhere. I think, yeah, I think it was one of those ones that did much better after theater. Uh, among the students paged over the school's PA system by an uncredited Lucy Lawless are Samuel and Theodore Ramey. Ted Ramey is Lawless's co-star on Xena Warrior Princess. Really? <laughs> Ted's brother, Sam Ramey, is the show's executive producer. Oh. Kinds of weird facts on this one. I'd say. <laughs> the role of Ginger was originally offered to Sarah Polly and Natasha Leone. Mm, don't know. But Must they both turned it down. Natasha Leone is the chick from uh, American Pie, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that plays oh. Jessica. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that would have been good. Yeah. Last one. Although Catherine Isabel is supposed to be playing Emily Perkins' older sister, she's actually four years younger than Emily. <gasps> I knew it. Yeah. I was looking at those two and I was like, something ain't jiving here. Something off here. You did a great job. Thank you. And that concludes Fun Facts with Seth. Uh. All right. Let's do some HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? I actually liked, um, I thought the best part was the creepy intro where mm. it shows all of their staged deaths. I just thought that yeah. that was really cool and I actually thought it was like scary or creepy looking. Hmm. What about you, Seth? <laughs> the ending scene. Ooh, the heartfelt ending scene. Yeah, because I actually thought it was sad. Like there was enough of the story that it, mm-hmm. it was sad at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I felt just- bad for B. I felt bad for B. Yeah. It was a little sad. Jess, I agree. That first scene is, is good, but it, it kind of tricked me because I was like, man, these kids are freaking really weird. And then it's I thought it was funny because it ended up being like a school project or whatever they were doing. So I thought that was cool. Mm. Um, yeah, probably for me, it would be the scene where Ginger walks into the, the weird party and she's like in full werewolf face. I thought that was... I thought that looked cool. Um, and it was kind of creepy. So favorite kill from the movie, Jess? Um, I wasn't really sure. I guess I, I put Sam um, just because it was kind of it was sad and I felt bad for him. Like he was like breathing all hard and <laughs> boom, dead. He just wanted to love B. I yeah. also said Sam. You said Sam also. I did feel bad. He was trying to help. That's all he was trying to do. Mm. Yeah. No, he wasn't. He was a cherry hound and I don't like him. But he was still trying to help <laughs> B. Yeah. Didn't work out so well. I kind of think for me, it was Ginger's death because it was the only one that had any, um, I won't say meaning behind it. It was the only one that like, I really was like, oh man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I really was waiting for her to stab her and inject her thing and then she would come back and then she doesn't. Right. So it's like, oh crap. So yeah, for me, it was probably Ginger's. Thing you liked about the movie, Jess? Um, I, I did like the storyline. I feel like it would work better with like a more quality film, like mm. and maybe some different casting. Um, but I did think it was like a good storyline, and um, I like that how gross it was. Actually, it was definitely <laughs> gross. gross. Yeah, they did good with that, and especially the fact that didn't you say like most of its practical effects? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was wrong. I thought there was some CGI on that wolf. 
Now, there was more fun facts I didn't put in about, like, how many hours she had to sit, like, to get ready for the movie. Mm. Um, Ginger. Ginger snaps. What about you think you liked about the movie? I also like the story. Um, I think they did a good job of portraying, <clears throat> excuse me, like, their relationship and kind of how weird and a little obsessive it was. Mm-hmm. But you could really tell that Bridget cared a lot about Ginger. Mm-hmm. I agree. Maybe not the other way, but. Did you think Bridget got less weird as the movie went on? Yeah. Like, I feel like at first she yeah. was really weird. Like, she wouldn't make eye contact and stuff, and then all of a sudden, like, she came out of her shell. I don't know if she Well, because I kind of thought, like, Ginger was going to be the main girl in the movie in the beginning, but then it kind of turned out to be Bridget. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, thing I like the most probably are, like, the underlying messages they had. Like, I feel like at the end of it, because, again, these girls are talking about committing suicide and how terrible life is, and that if they're not something by 16, they're going to, like, kill themselves. But then, like, you see Ginger actually die, and I don't think that Bridget necessarily really wanted to die. So I think that, like, when when she's there with Ginger and Ginger's dying, you see, like, how sad she is that she's like, okay, I, I want to live. But then she lost her sister, who was, like, her person, right? So it's like... I think they wrote that really well. Again, I think the movie's way too fucking long, and they could have done it in a lot shorter time period. But, like, I feel like the movie was really done really well. Um, and I also kind of like how it correlates um, these gr- this girl becoming a werewolf, but also, like, getting her period. And, like, how at that point in her life, like, how girls probably... F- I don't know. I'm not one, so maybe I'm misspeaking here. But, like, I'm sure that's a very awkward period for a girl to go through and, like, have to live through that. Probably especially when they're 16. Yeah. Like... Yeah. So... It and, is. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've lived it, right? So you, you can speak to it, obviously, with experience, and I can't. But I feel like there's... I feel like they were trying to correlate those two things together at certain mm-hmm. points, um, which I thought were good. Did you get free calendars with your tamps, Jess? Um, I do think that they <laughs> used to send them out. <laughs> 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 They'd hand them out at school. Like, here's your calendar. Here's your tamp calendar. Yeah, so I, I thought that we got a lot of good underlying messages. Um, and then, yeah, that this the the way they made Ginger look, I thought was really cool. So, uh, thing you didn't like about the movie, Jess? Um, we touched on most of this, but I just put slow at times. Um, not great acting, kind of made for TV, very cheesy. Mm. I, I mimic most of those. I was very similar. I said cheesy at parts, had some slow uh, portions, and it felt very TV-ish at times. Yeah, same yeah. here. Way too long. Um, I could think of a handful of scenes that we didn't need. There were like multiple mm-hmm. like lacrosse scenes or whatever that's called we didn't need. Yeah, they could have cut a lot of this out. Um, yeah, but the same. It felt very... Ma- but then I also wonder if it was supposed to be funny. Like, maybe I missed... like Because there's like comedic underturn- mm-hmm. undertones at times. But I'm like, well, maybe that's what it was supposed to be, and I just didn't f- get the humor. I mean, maybe it's supposed to be satire-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jess, will you watch it again? Probably not. (laughs) Seth? Uh, mm, Probably not. Same here. I've seen it one and a half times. I don't really have any desire to see it again. Yeah, probably not. I mean, if the second one happened to be on, I might watch it. I'll watch the others. Yeah, I'll watch the others to see if it gives any more to the story, but probably not for me. 
All right, let's jump over to Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they suck, and some movies get fives because they're great. At the end, we'll average it out and give the average Stabby's rating for the horror movie crew. We are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Seth, Kruby's request number 19 from our patron Kruby, Kimberly D, who suggested this movie. What do you rate it? I gave it a two and a half. Ooh. Um, I didn't like hate it, but I didn't love it either. Um, I like I said, I did like the story. I like the relationship between the two. This ending I actually thought was sad, so it must have pulled me in at some point mm-hmm. enough that it I was kind of sad at the end. But like we said, it was slow. It had some really cheesy TV esque parts. Um, it was a little bit too long. Mm. Yeah, two point five, fifty percent. Yeah, it's not a terrible score. No. Thought you were going to go lower. Jess, what about you? What do you rate Ginger Snaps? I didn't think it was a terrible movie. I also liked the storyline. Um, and I liked the practical effects. But as I said, it was kind of slow and uh, a little cheesy. Um, but I gave it a 2.5. Wow. Two Twinsies. I'm trying not to do the anything but like a 0.0 or a 0.5 now. Why? I don't know. Okay your score my man yeah. you can do whatever you want 2.87 i also didn't think it was a terrible movie um it's slow again we've all said that so i don't need to harp on it i feel like they could have accomplished where they went in a lot shorter time frame uh the practical effects were good i actually feel better about it knowing that that was practical effects they tricked me because i thought it looked like bad cgi i do question those set there was one scene in particular that i don't really believe was practical effects but maybe it was i don't know um I didn't think the acting was as bad as you thought it was, Jess. I think they were definitely young actors, but um, I didn't think it was awful, but not not one of my favorite movies. I actually gave it a 2.1 out of 5. Seth, I didn't go right on the 2.5 like you, like you, sir. But uh, what I actually did was, as I was trying to figure out what I wanted to rate it, I looked down my list here, and Jess, I slotted it because what I see is... 2.1 seems to be a default for me on movies that I don't <laughs> think should be twos because they're better than that, but really don't live up to like uh, anything higher. So like Ghost Ship, Wrong Turn 2, and uh, Deliverance, 2.1. I think it fits right in there with those. I mean, so. this is definitely better than Wrong Turn 2. Wrong Turn 2 is a good movie. And Ghost Ship. <laughs> I don't think a 2.1 is a terrible score. I suppose not. But... Let's jump over to some of those other folks that like to rate and review movies. Us, the Horror Movie Crew, we are where you should be going to get your horror movie ratings and reviews. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics' consensus? The strong female cast and biting satire of teenage life makes Ginger Snaps far more memorable than your average werewolf movie or teen flick. You did a great job. Sounded yeah. kind of sexual. You think so too? Yeah. I was like, man, what? Yeah, man. Just reverting back to that porn voice. <sighs> well, it wasn't very popular, so I wouldn't suggest it. But you do you. I won't judge. <laughs> um, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it an 89% on 57 reviews or a 74% average rating. Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 78% on 50,000 ratings and a 78% average rating. IMDb gave it a 6.8 or 68% on 46,000 ratings. We gave it a 2.36 out of 5 or 47%. So we did not like Ginger Snaps as much as the other folks did. And I hope we didn't lose a Kruby over it, Seth. No, she wants us to be honest. Does she, though? I don't know if she does. I guess we'll find out. 
I guess it we'll. So okay. It was yeah. just okay. We didn't it give it like you know a ten percent. What would be a Sabadin? Twenty five percent less. Yeah, probably. So yeah. between twenty six and ninety is this okay. That seems like a wide range. We got to narrow that down. I should feel like it should be twenty six to fifty. Is yeah. okay. It's okay. Because we've given some fifty above fifties like Sagudens. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> is that the above fifty or? <laughs> we need to make an accurate scale. Okay, yeah, all right. Scale. I tell you what, we'll think on it and we'll get back to everybody to let them know. But yes, Ginger Snaps, Kruby's request, nineteen, Kimberly D's choice, two point three six out of five or forty seven point two percent. Sorry. But what are you gonna do? Is there anything else you guys want to say about Ginger Snaps before we wrap it up? Wolf Titty. I like it. I, I didn't have any. <laughs> okay. I mean, at that point, how do you follow up wolf titty, right? Uh, yeah, you just can't. <laughs> no, don't even try. All right, let's do some patron shout out. Real quick before you do that. Sure. Which werewolf movie do you prefer, Wolf Cop or this? Wolf Cop. Okay. What about you? Probably Wolf Cop. Yeah? Most, I'd like to see Wolf Cop too. Mostly because of that weird sex scene in the jail cell. <laughs> in the exploding penile gland. exploding pe- Jess, you have to watch that at some I point. I was going to say, I still haven't seen this yet, so... Because it's another Canadian, isn't it? It is. The Canadians love yeah. their werewolves. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> all Canadian movies are werewolves. Um, Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast. Thank you, Brian. Kimberly D., you suggested this movie. I need you to send me another one to replace it on the wheel. Let's see what the next one is. Maybe it'll be something we enjoy more. I don't know. Mm. Mike R., thank you, Mike. D. Cole, Anthony Silver from Porcelain Peak, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick. Caitlin, the Ashleys, Ashley V and Ashley S, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street, and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nix. Whew. I did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. You can you tell did me. do a good job. Thank you. My goodness. I get no freaking pump ups here. Can my you? penis is tingling. Oh, okay. That's what I like to hear. God, I just don't <laughs> want to broadcast it. Thank you. Thank you. Before I forget to re- remind you, your t-shirt is upstairs. Jesse, you're not going to get yours because you're not here. All the crewbies should have already gotten them in the mail. And I checked the tracking so I know when people get them. Okay. Okay. I don't want anybody coming to me saying they didn't get their stuff. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. We're out of here. <gasps> Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 Was it 1997? God, dude. Bye. Sounds like one of those porns. Yeah. Oh my God. You're nasty, dude. Bye. I don't want to be known as this person. You got to stop bringing it up. I'm just saying you're projecting it outward and people are seeing it. Bye. No more porn, Jess. Nah. We're keeping it in. Hey, Krubies, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.
Hang on. What? Okay, tell her to come here. <laughs> Charlotte's putting glue uh -oh. on the whiteboard. <gasps> uh oh. <laughs> come here. What are you doing? What? Why? You know you're not supposed to do that. Okay, is it the stick glue or Elmer's glue? Stick glue. No, it's stick glue. Go find something to do where you're not getting in trouble. Don't do stuff you know you're not supposed to. Jessica's on the TV. You want to say hi to her? Hi, Jessica. She, hi. Can't, she can't see you, honey. The camera's back here. Listen, go find something to do. Turn the TV on. Go hang out in your rooms. Go. Don't come back down here. Why is Jessica at her house? Because the roads are terrible out, and she just she doesn't have chains for her tires like Seth has. Go. I love you. Well, find something to do. You have more crap than any kid in the world. Love you. I'm going to keep that in. Oof, like, God, he's a real mean oh dad. Oh, my God. Someone's going to be calling child services.